0: Hello, yes, here's me again, just having a little cup of tea, and I am going to talk for a bit, okay, alright, so you all, I mean, as a human being, you, you inquire, you inquire about the nature of your existence, okay, uh, these questions, however, are well—they're not that difficult. They're not really—it's not that difficult to answer. It depends on you mostly. This is what I'm sort of talking about here. Is although it seems like everyone could be led astray and everyone is led astray and they're losing their faith in the Lord, etc. We really haven't got anyone to blame but ourselves mostly for these things because I mean whatever you currently believe is a is a sort of a result, a result of things that you've done, the things that you've been, things that you want, things that you think you know. And what you're willing to forgo, what you're willing to give up on. And if you weren't willing to forgive up on to give up on something beautiful, then I mean you would have found it. We would have all found it. This is the thing. I mean, this lack of faith is, although it's a big game, it's it's a huge drama, and it plays out in our lives, and it requires this from us, and it requires that from us is still inauspicious in your life it's it's not a good attribute to have and it's it's something that we we're basically sedated into as well with the the sort of developing age and the developing societies and it's developing (coughs) well it's it's and it's thirst for knowledge of material knowledge which which uh, is like an attention deficit disorder for this society that such that as soon as you get bored of the last thing, the next thing comes along. And you can continue to dream that human beings are going to continue on this upward path to freedom, which is the path of knowledge. But the path of knowledge is a 2 edged sword in this regard. So you reach the peak and then you slide down the other side. And all your freedoms disappear on the other side, so I mean this is just gaining knowledge gaining knowledge purely accumulating knowledge like as you accumulate knowledge, you know about this, you know about that, and it depends what you know about like what you're interested in, the nature of what you're interested in, and as you you sort of try to understand as you try to understand one thing in favour of another that's exactly what you're doing you're favouring one another because the field of knowledge is all inclusive like knowledge is the actual fundamental reality or it is the fundamental reality of this light that is the cause of this earth, this clay, right, this fire and this dirt like that, and the the, the angels and the, the beings of light, they all, are all placeholders in a giant cosmic drama, and they, they play out their little roles, or their big roles, in, in a far like, far less numerous perhaps, but uh, far more sort of personal way they they are doing that that's that's a theological conception of it but if you want an analytical conception of their ideas that play out they necessarily must interact in a certain way these ideas have to interact in certain ways (coughs) it's just that the Lord grants that personality and that's the heavens okay so we don't necessarily believe everything theology tells us, or anything that theology tells us. I don't know what position you're in, or what you're listening to, who you think smartest person in the room, whatever it is. We don't blame anyone for that. Don't, don't. Whatever your conception about religion might be, or how distasteful you have for it, or how much you blame it for everything. If if it's led you your your attitude, if it's led you to to a, a materialism, to a a mundane sense of your reality, a mundane sense of what you can expect from life, right? Then that's what you've done. Okay, you did that. That's where you're willing to stop, put your little flag in the sand, and say here here it is, and you tell your children and you you'll preaching this and this is where your logic and your rationalism is going to lead or further actions and consequences and that those will have certain various results and you know not what they'll be whether or not we can predict them that's a different matter but you're making predictions sort of thinking that this is the best way to go because of this is the reality this is, the, this is probably dealing with reality I, I have to deal with reality for the best outcome you can sort of excuse yourself a little bit for that because you're still thinking well I want the best to happen and so I need to deal with life realistically and so I'm I'm taking this uh, premise I'm I'm believing this to be true about life and and I'm acting in, in earnest to do that and Look, there's plenty of success stories. It seems, doesn't it? Like, look at science. Wow, look at us. Look, We're flying to the moon, <coughs> no less. Mars, no Mars. We're gonna, we're gonna have a little colony on Mars and blah, blah, blah. All right. Anyway, so, so really, what it, what happens is, we all have these sort of premises and sort of affections for various religious ideas and, and we, we're sort of held in in relation to, to them uh, personally and, and physically okay? And we, we make a, we sort of have a belief system and those belief systems are sort of bound into some sort of A offense. A fence. We've got offensive of ideas to the truth. They're offensive to the Lord and, and we take them, we try to get close to the Lord or t- close to even in, in, in our internal struggles and our um our, sadhana, our spiritual pr- progress and we don't get anywhere because we're taking our offenses and we're getting cut to pieces and also we, our ideologically we're getting cut to pieces and and we're being held away, like in resistance to the Lord. We, what we have, we do is we think this, this thing. We think like this, and all of a sudden we lose all our, all our taste, all our, all the the, uh, the the sentiments and the moods that we need to actually continue closer and closer, and and that leaves us with this sort of. We we don't. It's a very subtle difference. We. We don't realise it, but we we all of a sudden lose our devotion. Okay, our devotion, all right. And I lose my devotion too. Don't worry. So, devotion is something we we're fostering here <clears throat> because, and we do that by not having these offences that we take to that holy place inside us. Let's say, okay, because it is, but it's also a holy place in every sort of uh context that we want to explore it and and uh our materialism our belief systems etc are really just us being held like in our rationalism held by our offenses to the truth in at a distance from it um all right, so um, and we just we're in a position to, like pursuing whatever we're pursuing because of this you now like I'm not ex- excusing myself because I've done this i've I've done this myself I've done this, and this is why I'm a philosopher and not a theologian or, and not a not a pure devotee really i mean i I'd attain to that, but I think that I've just got too many runs on the board to sort of actually claim. That I'm, you know, I, I don't have any special pleading uh, left. I didn't know. I didn't know sort of thing left for me. Okay, so I, I don't expect the Lord to just go. Expect. I don't expect to say I'm sorry, and Him to go. Yeah, that's okay. All right. So for me, it's it's a different drama. Like for me, it's redemption. And it is some sort of, at, at times, brief moments of devotion. Like I, I feel somehow that I started out with this yearning and, and it all went so terribly wrong. And then I, I've i come back here again after so many lifetimes or whatever, and I'm, I'm here, and he's just given me this last chance almost. And it's it's mercy, but. It's humbled me enough. It's just it's just sort of crushed me such as that I won't be putting my hand up and going how great I am, okay? Even though I seem to be a little bit like that, that's really just my warrior nature. Like, I want to fight. I want to wrestle. I want someone who can wrestle me, but I, I can't really find anyone. And I, I get this sort of sense about the world being so dull and so devoid of... Sort of any sense of grand ideas I just don 't find it and to me it just it puts a i just don 't want to talk to the people I just don 't want to talk because everyone seems so happy to be dull and anyway, so the lord isn 't anything like that though the lord is the Lord is excited okay he he likes this he likes the big idea now he doesn 't necessarily like everything about me. Um, but he's he's got a plan here. It's a mercy plan, right? And and the really, I'm not saying I'm someone who can sort of deliver you, but I'll deliver you to someone who can deliver you. And this is sort of the the way it is because you're where all these people with all these belief systems are on the outside of what's really most merciful and the most valuable, and they're being held by all their offences. And so when they come close, they get pushed back again. Like, and that's what's happening. And there's so much mercy available, yet who can come and who can get there? You have to have a real humility, you know, real humility to get there and a a naivety as well, okay? Now, (coughs) this is like a matrix, okay? And, And so it is. And, and I'm trying to sort of strategically, like, a, like some sort of a person tinkering here with human destiny, I'm trying to help humans make their way to this. But just, humans are arrogant and this is the problem, okay? Humans are arrogant and that's why they are not finding any mercy in this world and so i have to wrestle them that humility must appear so because i'm strong like this it's even though i you know i'm not i've used up much of my wealth but i'm still strong enough to wrestle the whole world okay so so i will wrestle the world and it's coming to a time when I'm really getting ready to do that but I'm, I'm just here recording messages and recording this <coughs> because I'm practicing how to talk to the world because you are the world as far as I'm concerned and the fact that you're not listening is great for me because I, I don't really feel inhibited but I I have to wrestle the ideological bravado out of human beings who who think that they know something, okay? Because this is sort of part of the offence, and I, there's a lot of people, and and I, I don't necessarily, I think some people aren't are just going to be too arrogant anyway, okay? But there are like the children, that, and so many children who who are tra- grappling with this, being taken in by great ideas that come across, and like giant waves, alright, and and we don't realise them what they are, but they sort of have form and the, the spiritualists or the Lord sees them as as great tendencies, great um, demonic forces that are at play in this battle of good and evil and that is that battle. This is that battle and they are they're required to be dealt with and those dealings at times equal huge other ideological battles in a physical sense or a material sense or um, like a a cosmological sense. They are, they they always, like, predominance, the predominance of any particular, um, they're actually great categories that, that are fundamental categories that, the Lord expresses his simplicity from his simplicity on the way from his simplicity to complexity. It starts with the purest of simplicities. And then as it's expanding outward, it has to, it takes form. but it, it takes the form of duality and it, ta- it it's, it's dualities inhabited architecturally in a classical way. And that, that, uh, simplicity is able to then manifest more complexity, okay, now this is internal from the inside out but then on the outside it's held also in the same simplicity, so it starts like this from the inside and then all of the things we we know of in the world and um, in the in the field, are complications, diversities, dualities, okay, relativities, and there, if we pursue them in that way, continue to pursue them to their um, their natural destination, wherever wherever they're coming from, is that we're, we're experiencing them in some relativity. That we we've got this idea of ourselves as a as a soul, and we have this idea of ourselves as a body, and Externally to that body we have some sort of universal drama which we see expanding off into the distance and we see this personal drama contracting into the ether and into some sort of consciousness that we are, right? Now we are on that journey pursuing outwardly and inwardly. We just we make a decision, we value whatever we want to value. We, we might think, why would I sit and meditate or another person would think, why would I go chasing material pleasures, okay? People have different sort of desires, okay? Ambitions, all right? Now, these ambitions, <clears throat> they're fundamental. They're also great categories. Then the, the, if you if you think about yourself as a being and all you could possibly have, have hope for or have ambition for you you can't those those ambitions are contained in categories categories are just modality or is just something that can contain differences and, and all the differences can be identified by one word instead of the many thousands of words all the ambitions all the emotions all the desires of humans can be contained into four fundamental categories and if we pursue those categories we can't reach any further because they are well they're singular okay they, they, they can't be anything past them because they are the one name that represents the, the essence of this entire desire matrix, whatever it might be. Now, these four categories that I would uh, represent these four directions, in fact. And the four directions, not just in the physical sense, but in every sense. This is sort of a fundamental structure in the fundamental half-bodies of creation, such as that it's so simple, but this is what the Lord is doing. He's doing something very simple, like he's got a He's got a an operating system, let's say very simple, perfectly designed though that that is capable of making anything that's possible, and all that is possible is what's what we're experiencing we're, we're some some sort of coordinate of it, some sort of degree of this and degree of that in what is possible <coughs> so so these directions are. Expressions of nature and the soul. Like you can pursue, you can pursue enjoyment. Let's say, and if you do, you'll find sort of sickness because your enjoyment is in nature is held inbound bound by the natural law that has you reaching a prime and then fading away again because you are experiencing condition. Now, a condition stands for a time, whatever the condition might be relative to, ha- like a dog has a lifespan, a, a cat has a lifespan, a human has a lifespan, and even an idea has a lifespan, depending on this whole drama of creation and destruction or in, the, in the grand scheme of things. And the conditions and the enjoyments that you, you seek are fleeting and they have some sort of cost and that cost in our life which is where we understand our desires in our youth we sort of reach for them we try to attain them at at the peak of our powers We, we can nearly attain them and then slowly we slide down the slippery slide can't quite reach them anymore all right this is old age and then we have Something to look forward to called death. Okay, where the once again we we finished this cycle, we finish this this uh, consequential this condition, and we we wonder is that the end? Is this all there is to it? You know. Now, if you're a living entity and you have this idea, you're thinking, oh yeah, oh it's, it's just unjust. The world's just unjust. It's just mundane. It's just physical, and that's it. And that's it. That's what it looks like. That's what it is. Right now, this is your fault to think like this. To think that. Uh, to think that there there couldn't be justice in the world. It's there's no such thing, really. I mean, look. There's poor people. There's rich people. People get away with murder. These people are killing people every day, and they're getting patted on the back. These people never do anyone any harm, and they're suffering. What what justice? You know. And also like. What spirituality? It's it's a physical body, it's made of this and it's made of that. And and what eternality. Everything's temporary. Okay? This is just the forces of destruction at work here, and this is the law of thermodynamics, and this is what happens and when we say there's death, nothing after death, well, how could there be this it's just simply a physical system like this, okay well so woe to you, whoa, 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 you know don't you've decided that whoever it is, whoever says these things has decided this, decided that this is the truth they've had an offensive enough attitude to accept these beliefs. those beliefs are an offense to the truth because the truth is far from that, and, and therefore they. That's what they're giving to the world, and whether or not that's valuable to the world or not, well, that's to be seen. What is valuable is what sort of liberates us from suffering, and what is not valuable if, will make us suffer. Like, okay, to us, but even so, to to the Lord, He thinks a bit of suffering doesn't help hurt because He doesn't like the arrogance. The arrogance is going to make you suffer, so the humility doesn't hurt. <coughs> anyway. So, so what what is that all about? And whatever we believe happens at death, we think, well, that's that, right? But some people have a belief in the soul, or that there's something more to us than this physical world, Well it's not a physical, totally physical experience, because we live and breathe duality. Really, we we we're constantly talking and making sense with dichotomies you know this is just every experience there is nothing but dichotomy in our language language is born of it it's just that we don't pursue it well enough to realize that half of those dichotomies are are not even founded in anything empirical or it's the it's an empirical personal dichotomy and every sense of the word, every sense of language, every everything we see, touch, taste, do, think, feel are all part of a grand drama that are and of language that's expressing some sort of inner and outer reality, some sort of feeling, emotional, ethos, logic and pathos, the physical, okay. And the the language is the, the logos and the mind is the logos and the body and the, the world we see is what we consider the pathological, the physical, the phenomenal, right? But if we really are philosophers or even sort of astute enough to understand the fact that we would never even be knowing of that anyway without some sort of analytical because we are Fundamentally, using that to conceive of it, it's the, the words aren't just what we name it, they're how we know it. Um, and we can't know it without name, there's no knowing it without identity, and identity is when we know what we're looking at or when we can put a name to it. It doesn't matter if the names are or whatever they are, even for a rabbit, is still not knowing a carrot without identity, some sort of sense of identity. Now, he may not have a name, Carrot, but still, until he he divides that carrot from the rest of the uh, universe in its orangeness and its carrotness, and it says, that is a carrot... He's never known the carrot, the rabbit, no less. Not just the human, the rabbit even. Okay, and but still, a carrot, a, a rabbit has very small sort of vocabulary, a very small identity. But still, he he identifies what he needs to perceive of. He can't perceive of it without identity of some sort. Okay, he has to say this is not this. Otherwise, you'd be eating the dirt, not the carrot. Okay, so he he eats, he divides, and as he divides, he has to employ some sort of structure that isn't physical. For it is of the mind, even a rabbit has a mind. Now, the rabbit's mind doesn't exactly wander far from the carrot, but it does have some sort of system by which it makes sense. Now, the brain is arranging all this. The brain is sort of the consequence or the the physical means for arranging identities into <coughs> categories. And those, those categories are like great big branches on a tree. And that tree is it's got roots reaching upwards and branches reaching downwards and that is this cortex of our understanding but that is like the tree of knowledge okay that we have and it's just physically represented like this that that grows and develops into the human brain which is a more fuller example of that tree so in some sense, we're trying to divide this into categories, and we have to, we are. But it's it's also f- physically playing out. It's and it's it's ideologically playing out. It's just that the ideological are the names of the ideas in our brain. And why the the brain has these this form. And it's not like you can go in the brain and find a little word there. It's just that the word, the brain, is made to to receive the knowledge, to to receive the classical, beautiful knowledge that is there in in the truth of it, and the the way the the form of the of the brain and the and the half bodies of the brain and all this is just the efficiency of it, because the efficiency of the knowledge is it has to be, if it's the efficient cause. And and the brain is the efficient means of, organized in the efficient means such as that it can manage to swap from one to the other. And, and it's actual, the actual nature of the particles and the waves in it and the way that it it moves from a physical to a spiritual in every sort of, instant is that like that too i mean if you actually go into science and what science believes about particles and and waves is like this they haven't got any empirical evidence of a wave like but it needs to be there for some reason just and the same reason that identity needs to be there for the rabbit to know the, the carrot okay like the same reason. It's the same si- uh, system. It's the same principle. That principle is all manner of things. It's just that the more intelligent you are, the more you realise that it has to be there has to be has to be a duality to it. Otherwise well, well, you're not that intelligent. This is the thing. So we don't get that. But the more intelligent we are, the more we get that. And the fact that humans really are struggling to get that a little bit just proves something about our position and 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 the the sort of environment that we are travelling through, the the nature of the field and the nature of the the battle of good and evil, how it's progressing, what's going on at the moment. Where are we in this? Because we progress as well through modality we progress like we do in a day through waking and sleeping okay and we, we we progress in ages and we progress sort of in our own personal lives through sort of phases of our life just like we're young and we're old and we die and we're born like this but also we we are as a whole traveling through some sort of grander sense of this matrix now we don't know about that we don't see that we can't measure we haven't measured it very well the sages have measured it sages have given some realization on it the scientists have sort of measured it because they know about the path and the the time it takes for this planet to orbit this galaxy let's say and, and where it is in this some sort of sense of north south east and west but we don't know what else is going on there's all sorts of cycles within these cycles and within these cycles and they all have momentums and they all have inertias and they have position like in directions and those um, those movements are within a greater system that has its own form. So we're moving in the form of another form and and so your blood moves like that in the form of your form. Each, so each part a little speck of blood is moving through your body around it in various places. It goes to all those places in certain sort of time to get from here to there. And so just if you imagine one little piece of, one little platelet is the earth and the galaxy is your body. Well, in time that, platelet goes to the head, and it goes to the feet, and it goes to the left, and it goes to the right. And it it has some sort of a process by which it makes its way around that in time. And so, too, in time, we are moving in this sort of galactic drama, and we have this spiral thing going on with that, all right. Okay, now, I'm not here to talk about science. I'm not here to sort of add hugely to our specific understanding of science. I'm here to add to our general understanding of science as a philosopher of science, right? And they're sort of philosophers of science here, there and everywhere and they all think that they're doing something but they're really just sell-out philosophers, mostly. Philosophers of science are mostly sell-out philosophers. They're just sold out. They think science is so important that we better philosophise about it rather than actually... Realising that science just needs to be sort of put in its place by a philosopher, not and they're not going to understand science so well there's there's so many things they go into detail about, and that just doesn't make them so fundamental as as what I'm doing, which is not getting caught in differences, see. The more you're into the differences, the more you're specifically focusing on one little aspect of it. That's not going to explain to you the whole. And you'll want to know the whole. You can't answer your big questions by understanding a little speck of dust. All right. Now, people want to specialize because they want to be expert at something. And whatever they're expert at is the bigger it is the more broad it is the harder it is to be an expert at it i mean to be an expert at everything or the whole is what sort of big grandiose intellectuals want to do but they can't because they can't actually grasp it they haven't got a means or they haven't really got a a grasp of it and so they try and they talk about little bits of it they talk about oh, look at this characteristic of of how it is, what's an abstract and what's this and what is the consciousness or what is such and such. Now, and mostly we've got this academia and we've got this false prestige or this prestige in academia, which is sort of like a mind bubble that the academics are in and it's secular and it's, it's saying to them that this is the way forward, this is the way to be intelligent, and this is the way to do that. There's a few of those who are sort of mad religious people as well who are sort of trying to be both. And, and then there's the religious personalities, the theological sort of personalities who, who are talking in various ways about God's plans, God's scriptures, God's cosmologies, God's ethologies, ethical system, you know, this is all about what theology is about and what not. Now, the Vedic systems is quite elaborate, quite huge, and the Jewish systems, you know, actually Jewish people are... The Jewish system, very insightful really, quite quite astute philosophers or theologians and the Christians and we have a lot of work being done in the Christianity and, the, and there's a lot of knowledge in that really, okay? Like they are, like when I, the way I see it, they're the people who understand it sort of the best, but they, it, not all of them, are, but a lot of them, okay, especially various uh, various schools of thought in uh, in religion, monotheisms and buddhisms, like also very good okay, but in different ways and in different aspects and not so much altogether, All right, now so what I'm, how I'm wrestling with this world and with everyone else is, I'm saying here's an objective system, here's a philosophical system, an irrefutable philosophical system. I don't need to wrestle with you personally. Try and wrestle with this, and see if you can refute it. And if you can't refute it, then what you're owned, mate. Because I've surrounded you. It's surrounding you. It's, it's you've pursued it and you you've found only the truth of it and you've got nothing to say, so sit down and shut up, and now go and learn about God, because you thought you knew something, and you didn't know it, you know, you just couldn't understand it, okay, now I've explained it, now try and understand it, because you're never going to understand anything, unless you have a system by which you can account for it, and and admit to it and accept it to be the way it is. It's the idealism that we don't accept, which is the necessary anyway. So, so the world being in denial about the nature of of how ideal our actual reality is, as opposed to how physical it is, That's that's where we're kidding ourselves. You know, we're a relativity, but the relativity is a relativity of two ideas, one that says physical and one that says personal. Now, when you get closer to the the idea that says physical, well, sure, it feels physical, right? But you can never get. But the actual thing, the physical, the thing is purely idea it's never been anything but something you've said it's never been but a word it's never been a, a physical thing you've touched tasted smelt okay sure you're feeling the effect of that word or what that word how that word manifests in a field of knowledge its effect its 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 nature but it doesn't mean the feel itself is physical that's just what the physical word means, okay? And this is so. This is if this is praman, you or epistemology. You're saying here are the here are the coordinates, and they're they're um they're ideal coordinates, and yet they're exactly describing what you're encountering as you're a scientist pursuing something and exactly predicting what will happen as you, pursue, as you pursue it, and then they're saying to you, what do you know, what do you know, what do you really know? Tell me the truth about what you know. Don't bullshit me and say, yeah, I know that this, if, I, if you don't know it, when I can prove that you don't. Admit what you actually know, what's knowledge here, and what's what's your, your, your sort of sense of it, what, what, how how engrossed are you by some sort of lack of comprehension that you think you know something you don't? And that is it, and that is what we do. So we, that's how we wrestle, and that's an honest wrestling. Wrestle with honesty. I mean, God, isn't that transparent enough? And you do that. But you don't only wrestle materialists, you wrestle idealists, because idealists don't know the word that they thought they knew that they think they believe in either, and and they don't know God. Like let's say they, it, there's no difference in some sense that God or the or the the physical. Like you don't know either of those ideas. You're using the ideas. You're using the word. You've got this word soul. You've got this word. Now, have you? actually got in you know have you encountered it like have you actually been in command of it like is it something you can know of you can't because you can't make knowledge of it you can't have knowledge of it because it's it's singular and beyond that the field of knowledge the knowledge cannot Knowledge cannot escape duality, and so sure you can you can you can really nearly really really nearly dissipate your duality by taking all of this and a very very the tiniest tiniest bit of that, and still be in that field and still be very close to God. Okay, or very close to whatever else it is you want to be close to, but you can't then just let that little bit go and still have knowledge. Okay, because you're and and you're going to find on the way to your um your experience of God, you're going to your knowledge is disappearing. You're you're moving to this naivete, and this is like this is part of the territory it's the meditation as well like this is what the spiritualists encounter and in that that drama you you lose territory you've got no coordinate to draw you're in you're in a a voidish sort of situation with no nothing to know about to look around and say I see I can see where I am. I can, whereas in this physical world we have territory, we have sort of clearly place markers, and and it's easy to know of some sort of territorial position in in the earth. It's it's easy to have knowledge that it is in the heaven, because the knowledge in the heaven is. Well, it's the opposite side of the duali. The, the The heaven is full of the knower, and there's no. Uh, well, there's there's nothing to be overcome. There's no condition. There's no physical world that we need to. We're in to achieve. We're here to achieve. That that may come, but then we take birth for that, and then knowledge, and this knowledge is stored in this world, and you use it, in this world, for the actually the the most the most potent place in this whole drama to to actually sort of take the blue pill or find the, understand the matrix is right here, now, in this world, like in this physical incarnation, and even on this earth, because this earth is quite a nice little um, mixture, if you if you think of it as of, of dualities it's not hell and it's not heaven it's it's a very very interesting and very worthwhile place to sort of grapple with the whole field because it's all here for us to explore and understand so so the lord's chosen this place and made it very interesting he it, takes great interest in the in the earth now i don't know what other planets he takes interest in. I imagine there's a certain uh, like in the field of possibility or the possible worlds like there's variously we can say oh look look at the coordinates of it look at the, the way it's got half bodies and we can see that how they interact with each other and so they're mixtures and the more sort of the more closer they are to being purely paradoxical, the more able they are to sort of maintain themselves into sort of actual viable or interesting planets. Like, And we are somewhere, in because we're in this middle like that, and we have this life, just like we're in the middle of a Goldilocks zone where life can, you know, where it's not too hot, not too cold, all right? So in the same sense as I just said, there's an example of it, like because there's life in this planet, not because it's too hot or not because it's too cold, but because it's in the middle of two paradoxes. So we have some sort of middleness offering this life and or this these living planets that, that are situated somewhere in these possible worlds in some sort of like a string of pearls. Like, um, anyway, so, so what we're trying to understand is why God, you know, And, and what's this whole thing with God and how, what's, what does it mean to be devoted? What's that all about? Okay. Now, devotion to the Lord, to most of us or to most of it seems it's like why would I be devoted okay God made everything I should be impressed I should be awestruck at his power and all that but he doesn't really need me does he okay and so I mean I know my kids a lot better than I know him why would I sort of give everything away to isn't that sort of like Me trying to be liberated at the expense of my responsibilities here. Now, this this is a fair thought. I mean, really, and it would seem it may seem that way. Okay. Now, the Lord, I'm sure, is not. If he didn't have to, he wouldn't. He he's he's not going to make it like that. Okay, it's just the way that's. It seems this is the way. It, oh, this is the we the uncanny leak irrationalism of religion that we. Why are all these people pursuing God? In some sense, is a question like what? What about God? You know, like what of it if there's a God? Like if I'm just being good to my everyone around me and my children and my family, isn't that enough? Yeah. It is, but then it, it, we go in there, we say, well, what is it about your children or your family that's good to do to them, good for them? And if each of your children is alive and, and also in some sort of bondage, in, in some sort of ignorance, every one of us and all those living entities are bound that in, in some sort of degree of ignorance, that's going to cause a lack of freedom and, and some suffering and some evil in that regard. Then, what's that all about? How how am I actually going to be helping them to to be happy? Is is this my duty? Is my duty? Is God my duty? And I, you've got to make this connection. How's this connected to God? Or how is this any How do the the connection to the living entities all around me, how is that connected with the Lord, who's seemingly some distant theological figure, and if as perfect as he is, isn't really in any sense of the word requiring any service from me, because there's plenty of people lined up to do that, and they're just itching, like trying to meet Elvis at the hotel. All right. Now what am I? Am I going to line up and try and meet Elvis or is that what God is? All right. because, because we have to sort of understand it the way it really is. That there really is something going on here. There really is a reason for all this. There's really a reason for our devotion. There's a reason of a natural reason why we should feel this devotion. And that it is that all this is being made possible, and every one of us is is suffering and and we can't sort of work out who 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 is suffering, who is suffering right and so we we realize that that the Lord is suffering it for us like this. And as us, right, we're sort of liberating the Lord. we're trying to help him because he's going out of his way he's got he's got uh, infinite compassion here, and it's it's torturous for him in the sense that he's going doing all this, and we're going. We we have we have to help all the living entities. We have to help everyone be free, and that way, and we do that by understanding it in its most fundamental. By understanding it's it's pure personal. By understanding the Lord Himself, understanding how He's there, and then we can have affection for every living entity, as we see that they're all internally some sort of relation of suffering and and liberation like that. and and we're trying to find a key how to unlock some sort of magic formula to make them all happier and to to relieve this whole suffering of the world not just for our karma but just because it's a great thing to do we want to do this and, and there's a good reason to do it and we're doing this because we love something we love someone and we can do it to everyone we don't necessarily have anyone we can hate or or punish we want to punish people because we we see everyone's in the same boat like the good or the evil so we want to take away their evil but not because we want to hurt them because we want to help them and it's just you have to like for me, for me, it's a personal experience, I've I've realised that the Lord has just gone out of his way for me. And he's He's put himself in all these positions and I've gone, oh my God, and I've made him do this and I've made him do that and I've been so expensive. And now I just want to, like, make all that right a little bit. And whatever it is, whatever your mood is, whatever your mood is, just do not get lost in a a straw man version of of what it's all about, what religion what what you know spirituality is all about. Burn your straw man again and again. Saying, I don't know, I don't know what, what this devotion is. I don't know what this is. I'm I'm constantly coming up with these mundane versions of it and they dissatisfy me, so I reject it. But that's the problem. Okay, that's your lack of discrimination, that you're accepting that you think you know when you don't. And then you reject what you don't know because you're the one with the straw man version of it. Okay, but to do this, we just have to accept that there's something particularly divine about the whole drama. And it's all perfect. Okay, like not just perfect in its creation and destruction and maintenance, but perfect in its in its in the love affair at the heart of it, and and how we can grapple and struggle to know and understand it, and and to believe in that is to understand something. Now, we we can do that <coughs> we can do that if we can not make the offences or the way to understanding that because all these straw men are offences okay they're they're sort of like offensive like saying oh well about someone's actually going out of their way for you going to enormous effort or some sort of like done something so beautiful for you that you and you're not appreciating it is Sort of offensive, and it's it's like the servants on the inside are, are the ones who are, who are saying no, 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 don't come close to my God, because you're just upsetting him. I'm, you know, they're they're they trying to to cease, like or to to like let him enjoy to to be in. To create some sort of situation where the Lord can actually enjoy it and go, Wow, this is great. Because everything's so mundane that, that the Lord doesn't enjoy it. And you're not enjoying your life because you're mundane. Okay. It, and you'll enjoy your life. You'll have this ecstatic feeling of satisfaction from yourself, in yourself, your soul, your conscience, because you're providing the environment. Where that's possible in that, like that, okay, and, and all this rest of the spirituality, and all the rest of them, you know, do this yoga and do that, and all that. Yeah, well, that's there's certain rational processes in, in, on various paths of karma, bhakti, jnana, you know, like vidya, which is knowledge, and we have bloody. Ashtanga yoga, like all this. And we have Siddhi yoga, which is just this personal thing with actually suing Sri Gura Dave. You want to do all that, really, a little bit. We'll all come. But to me, for me, it's all... It, it, it's just... You just need someone to help you sort of to see how they think about it and then you realize that oh you're ah oh, right anyway this is the Sri Guru principle and, and they're definitely out there and I'm not s- suggesting I'm that personality I need the realization I've had some realizations I've got some sort of conceptions of these things and whatnot but I'm definitely not taking any role of a perfect personality because those personalities, they're embracing renunciation to provide that environment for the Lord you know, they're not embracing renunciation to achieve perfection, some are, but that's not what the devotee is doing, that's not really what the servants of the Lord are doing, they're, they're more engaged in